Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. This is Heidi, Dave Ellswick's producer. We're just having a little bit of technical difficulties on my end. We're trying to get Dave back on the line. Uh, His phone is being a little bit funky. And here we go. Give me just a second, y'all. You are listening to the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, Dave, you are on with us. Welcome back. Okay, glad. Best laid plans of mice and men, right? I mean, it's just the weather is terrible. And it's probably causing some problems with cell towers. And that's the way we're going to have to do the show today. I'm up in Cabot. I'm sitting in my dining room right now. It's nice and warm here. But outside, I'm telling you, it is miserable weather outside. I uh, I got up at uh, about uh, 4 o'clock uh, to check out how it was. And everything was already uh, looked like snow wasn't. It's, it is sleet. Uh, that we're having here in in Cabot. And from what I understand uh, from uh, the National Weather Service, a little further north of us, it's snow. Then it turns into sleet in the uh, north-central part of the state. And as you make your way to the south-central part of the state, it becomes freezing rain. Now, freezing rain is much more of a problem than just sleet. Let's kind of talk about this a little bit. Freezing rain is water as it comes from the clouds and comes through the upper atmosphere through a cold area of uh, air begins to freeze. And then when it gets to, uh, you know, power lines or to cell towers or to roadways, when it hits, it freezes completely. So now you're, you're right on top of ice is what you got. And, you, and everything starts getting coated in ice. Cars will become coated in ice if they've been left out. You'll have a, a layer of ice on your, on your car. Uh, it, I'm sure that you've been out before driving and you've noticed uh, the metal signs for traffic and things of that nature coated in ice. That's what freezing rain does. The power company does not like freezing rain. Uh, the power companies know freezing rain means they're going to have problems with power outages. And so 
as you go further south uh, here in Arkansas, you're going to run into this freezing rain problem and uh, probably more and more power outages. Last I heard it at 5 o'clock, uh, we had about 7,000 people in the state without power. I expect that that's going to go up. Uh, we'll hear from uh, First Electric uh, before the top of the hour. Uh, Tanya from uh, from uh, First Electric will talk to us and bring us up to date on how many people are without power and and what they're what they're up to. Understand, you just got to be patient now. If power does go out or whatever, it's it's they can't just get out right now and start replace you know fixing lines and things. It, it just doesn't work out that way. They'll have to wait for the storm to basically pass and then get out and start doing the work. Uh, here before the bottom of the hour, Dave Parker from RDOT's going to talk to us, and we'll find out about the roads and what's going on there. From what I understand, they're throwing rock salt out on the roads right now. Uh, so, um, of course, here in uh, Lono County, they're throwing sand down. Uh, at uh, about 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon, I was driving around, and uh, the uh, plows were already out for RDOT. They were going up and down Highway 5, just uh, keeping an eye on it, making sure it hadn't started freezing up yet. But uh, if they found any ice, I'm sure they threw some uh, rock salt on it to make sure that they could raise the temperature a little bit on that area, maybe keep the road from freezing up. Understand that no matter what they use on the roads, uh, when you get to a certain point, the temperature is at a certain point, uh, There's the, the chemicals quit working, and so does the rock salt and freezing is going to happen. That means the roads are going to be treacherous and they're going to be tough to drive on. And if you don't have to be out today, I'm just telling you, you should not be out. Uh, if you have children that are in school, I've been kind of looking at school closings. It looks like uh, schools are closed across the area. I know uh, Cabot's closed, and Conway's closed, Jonesboro's closed, all these, and Benton and Bryan are closed. All these schools have closed down, so you don't have to get out and take kids to school or anything like that. And most of you that are listening to me right now probably are not having to head into work right now. Some of you may have to. I I hope that you don't. I just know that, look, I'm a, I'm, I grew up up north. I grew up right outside of Chicago. And when it was snow, I didn't have any problem getting out and driving in snow. It didn't matter to me how really deep it was unless the winds were really high and we started getting three and four and five foot drifts, but, uh, you know, snow, you can get some traction on ice is nearly impossible to get any traction whatsoever. You got to go really slow. And if you get on areas that, uh, you, you know, you've got hills or you, you, you've got the crowning of the highways, when you stop, you can start feeling your, your car starts slipping and start sliding on the ice. If you're out driving, and you suddenly find you've lost traction, do not jam on your brakes. If you jam on your brakes, you'll be in an uncontrollable, uh, uncontrollable skid. Don't do that. Just go for the ride, basically. Slow down, take your hand, take your foot off of the uh, accelerator, and try to let the car uh, come to a stop on its own. I'm just, just giving you some... Some wise advice that I've gained over the many years that I've had to, to drive in this crap. But it, this is not looking good for today. It looks like we're going to have bad weather for most of the day. 
And so just hunker down. I'll tell you what I did, uh, Heidi, uh, last night. And uh, I went and bought a bunch of uh, beef hot dogs. Oh, yeah? And uh, Yeah, we had, uh, and then I, I warmed up some chili. And we had chili dogs last night here at the Ellswick's, and it was good. Oh, there it you go. Excellent. You know, you can have, have, I hope you went out and got some of the food that you just like that you, when you happen to hang around the house on a holiday. Yeah. That, that's what you got, you know, and, and do that. All right, well, let's go ahead and get a break in. We got to do that. We got to pay the bills. And then uh, when we come back, we'll, uh, we'll talk further about the weather because this is going to be with us for most of the day today. And uh, here in the, the Cabot area up north, central Arkansas, we're looking at sleep. That's what's outside. Uh, it is white. It's pretty. You know, I'll say that much. It's pretty, but I don't want to get out and drive on it. The David Ellswick Show, it's a quarter after six in the morning. It's a Thursday. Uh, our show uh, content will be all about, you know, weather and things of that today here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. I'm Dave, and uh, I'm sitting up in my uh, dining room right now. And uh, off my kitchen, I've got hot coffee, and I'm getting information in from uh, the state and looking and can tell you that there's about 23,000 people. I just told you a few a few moments ago, about 7,000. That's jumped up to 23,000 people are without power right now here in the state. Most of the power outages right now, and I alluded to this a little earlier in the hour, is towards the south here in the state because that's where the freezing rain is. Um, if nothing more, let's just hope that here in our area, uh, it stays sleet and snow, not freezing rain. Freezing rain brings on all kinds of problems uh, as far as the power companies are concerned. So uh, there are they can work on and uh, with this freezing rain and, and trying to get people's power back on. But about 23,000 people now without power. Most of the schools in our area are closed. You should check. Uh, you can check some of the local TV stations' websites, and they have, uh, you know, those uh, those posted for you. And so you'll want to be watching. We're going to talk to Dave Parker here in just a moment. He's with RDOT, and we're going to discuss with him what's going on as far as the roads are concerned here in the state. Now, from what I've understood and people I've talked to, uh, already, and I've got a couple numbers of guys that are out there with plows and spreaders. Uh, they, they're telling me that they're throwing rock salt down. I don't know if right now they're throwing rock salt. I know here in Lone Oak, they're probably throwing uh, the Lone Oak uh, uh, plows for the county are probably throwing uh, sand and and, uh, and cinders down on the road, too. I don't know if they have much uh, salt that they can use. The state is using salt, and that's good news because uh, depending on uh, the air temperature, it will help uh, melt uh, the ice that's already on the road. And of course, uh, they do spray chemicals, but at a certain temperature, and I don't know what that is, I'll ask Dave that when we get him on the air, uh, those chemicals then become ineffective because it gets too cold uh, for them to work. So uh, we'll get all that information for you here in, in just uh, uh, a few moments as far as, as that's concerned. So we're looking at 621 in the morning here on the uh, Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, again, schools are closed. They're telling us to stay off the roads, and, 
after going out and checking that, I went out. I live on top of a hill. And I tell you what, if I can't get down the hill that I'm on, then I'm telling you to stay off the roads because it means that, you know, as I like to say, they're slicker than, than goose knot out there and you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, I don't know where that term came from. It's a Southern term. Uh, my dad used to use it all the time when I was growing up. Just know that it, I got to believe that that's pretty, pretty slippery to be honest. And probably had something to do with grabbing a goose and getting some snot on your hand or something. I don't know. But any bottom line, uh, it is slippery out there. B, if you have to be out on the road, be very, very careful. Don't be putting you know, your brake on. My phone is beeping and going crazy. If you're trying to reach me right now, don't. Okay, just don't be texting me and stuff. I'm trying. I'm trying to watch and see, you know, texts from Heidi and things of that nature. So uh, let me get through my show and. And then you can talk to me and ask me questions and things of that nature. If you're out on the road uh, uh, trolling along, you want to talk to the listeners and let them know what's going on, 823-0965 is the number into the studio. And Heidi, answer the phone and get you set up, and uh, we'll talk to you. Heidi, you just jump on. When we get one of our guests or whatever, you just jump on and tell me that they're there and they're ready to talk. We're waiting for Dave Parker from RDOT right now. Uh, I set some things up with him yesterday so that we could get him on and, and talk with him and find out uh, what's going on with the roads and, and keep up on them as far as all that's concerned. Uh, we'll we'll get into some issues later on in the show, but right now I think the thing that we need to probably talk about the most is the weather and uh, talk about uh, you know the, the surfaces of the highways and uh, keep you up to date on what's going on with power. I think we who are getting the uh, the uh, um, snow and we're we're out getting sleet. I think we're going to be pretty good as far as this goes. Uh, but if you're getting freezing rain, it could get a little bit dicey uh, as the day goes on, and uh, you could be finding yourself in the dark and without any kind of power, without any kind of heat. I hope you got a a fireplace, although it's not the most efficient way of heating your home. Uh, don't try to heat the whole home. You know, if, if it's in your living room, get some sheets and put it up in the areas that is open to the rest of the house, and that way you can hold the heat in uh, in in those areas and and keep your keep yourself uh, warm. Uh, we getting any calls there, Heidi, from people telling us anything about what's going on out? Not out yet, on the but road? check your text, Dave. Okay. Well, I'm I'm having trouble getting my text right now. To be honest, so I'll uh, I'll take a look here in just a moment uh, when we get a break uh, on, on the air. Is, is uh, Dave Parker there by any chance? Well, I mean, unless y'all want to hear the phone numbers beeping, because like the since you are on the phone line, Dave. Um, if I yeah. try, um, you know, getting him on the line, uh, everyone is just going to hear the ringing and all the beeps and all that. Oh, okay. Do you want me to take a break so that uh, you can make a phone call? Let's do it. All right, quick break, then we'll be back, hopefully, with Dave Parker of RDOT. All right, Dave. Well, I just tried calling Dave Parker, and uh, unfortunately, I had to leave a message, so. Okay, well, he's got our phone number, too, so hopefully he'll remember to call. All right, we'll just keep our fingers crossed. He was was really inundated with everybody calling him and, 
and and working out hit times and stuff. So I'm sure he'll call sooner or later and talk to us. I I have to tell you that they got a whole bunch of new people at these organizations and say that they're not real professional and have no idea what they're doing is an understatement. I never could reach anybody from energy. It was crazy. Anyway, you still have me? I sure do. Okay, just was being care. I'm being being for sure. Just let me know when you want to come back. No, we're back, Dave. We're already on the oh, air. We're on. Okay, good. All right. Yeah, you're you're hearing live radio the way things are going, and uh, a lot of the people that are working the media departments are forgetting that getting out information is the most important thing that they're supposed to do. So, I am. Uh, we're going to hear from folks over at. Uh, First Electric, and uh, they know that they're, they're going to call in at about, oh, I would say 650, 655, somewhere in there. Uh, I, I'm not, I don't keep them very long. I just want them to come on and, and give you an update and a, and a quick sketch of what we're facing. One, out on the roads, and uh, uh, number two, uh, you know, how long we're looking at uh, what's going on and how long it's going to take. I mean, here's my, my big thing about all of this. And when I got here to start working in central Arkansas, it was 2000. For a lot of you, you'll remember 2000. That was one of the worst ice storms that we've ever had here in Arkansas. Some of you were without power for two and three weeks because of that. Uh, I've been here when we had the big ice storm up in the Northeast and all of the telephone poles snapped up there and it took forever to get, uh, power back up there, and we uh, ended up taking truckloads of water up to the people up in uh, northeast Arkansas and, and helping them out. But the bottom line is, is you've got to be patient. I know it's going to be difficult uh, if you're sitting in the dark to be patient, but you just got to be patient. Those guys that are out on the line crews, they're going to be out there doing everything they can uh, that's possible that they can do safely. Now, they would tell you this as well. If a line has come down around your home, do not go out and touch it. Don't mess with it. Leave it alone, okay? It can kill you. It's that simple. It can kill you. So don't go out and mess with it. Stay away from it. And uh, be careful while you're walking so you don't step on one. Uh, because if these lines start coming down, uh, you, you want to stay as far away from them as you can. But uh, Contact your power provider. Let them know what's happening. And uh, just know that you won't be the lone ranger that this is happening to. It's happening to people everywhere across the state at this time. If you don't have to be out on the roads, stay off the roads. Uh, one, that allows RDOT to be out and cleaning the ice off the roads and uh, keeping their plows uh, not worrying about hitting you out on the roads, and they can start spreading the necessary rock salt chemicals and things of that nature to get the roads into a passable condition. But just stay home, relax. If you want to, go back to bed, get another couple hours of sleep. All right, we Dave, and it's time for the news now. Yep, let's see it. All right, the Dave Ellswick Show here at 101.1 FM, The uh, Answer. Dave Parker is with us from RDOT. Dave, I, I, I just want to bother you for a couple of moments. 
How are things going out on the highways? You guys are fighting a losing battle right now, aren't you? No, we are never fighting a losing battle. I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, it's a tough battle. Okay. <laughs> it's a it's a tough battle, but I will never admit a uh, loss. Uh, traffic is still moving out there. It's slow, Good. and uh, we're, we're moving and plowing a lot of slush and street off the roads and continuing to spread that salt. Uh, we just finished our, our shift change here in the Little Rock region, uh, meaning we've got uh, new personnel coming in, uh, new trucks heading out, all loaded and ready to go. So uh, it's a battle, but it's not a losing battle yet. It's still early. Okay, so the bottom line, I'm sure that you guys want to tell everybody, just stay home, don't get on the roads, let the plows do their job and spread the rock salt, and it's better if you're not on the road hindering them. You just said it perfectly. Yes, that's exactly what we want to get across. Uh, emergency personnel, we completely understand. But otherwise, stay at home. This is going to be the tough day, you know. Uh, get through this day. It's not going to get above freezing. There's not going to be any melting today. Uh, tomorrow, it's a little bit better. So today, enjoy the indoors. Stay warm. Stay with your family and friends. Let us get out there and do the job. All right. I know you got other people to talk to. I'll let you go. Dave Parker from RDOT, thank you so much for the time. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. That's Dave Parker from over at RDOT, Arkansas Department of Transportation. Heidi, you want to go? We can go ahead and finish up that break, and then we can get back to the show. How's that sound? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. All right. We continue on the Dave Ellswick show. We've got about uh, 24 minutes until 7 o'clock. If you don't have to be outside, you stay home, okay? Do not get out on the roads. We just got done talking to Dave Parker from RDOT. Um, I've done this enough times that I know basically what they're going to tell us, and they told us exactly what I expected. Stay off the roads because by you staying off the roads, the, the plows don't have, to, don't have to worry about you. You know, they can uh, get out there and, and put that plow down on the, the highway and start moving uh, slush and snow and and uh, start throwing the, the rock salt down across bridges and, and, and areas that are freezing up and uh, make it hopefully uh, so that later on uh, you're going to be able to move around a little bit easier. I would just say today is a no-travel day. Just stay where you're at. Don't go out. Hopefully you went to, uh, you know, Wally World or you went to Kroger or you went to Harps or whatever grocery store you go to and uh, headed out and got yourself some, you know, milk if you were low. You got yourself an extra loaf of bread. I went out. I can tell you what I bought. I bought chili for chili dogs and some hot dogs, beef hot dogs. I got ballpark Franks, love them, and, uh, and got a few other things. I got some mandarin oranges to eat. And, and things of that nature. Uh, and uh, I got uh, my television on uh, in the living room. You might be able to hear it a little bit in the background. It's on Fox and Friends right now. And I, during the breaks, walk back there and, 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 and check things and flip it on the local channels and see what's going on with them and anything that I might not be hearing about. But as far as travel goes, stay home. Just stay home. Your kids don't have to go to school today. All right. I, if your kids are in school, unless they're doing online learning, they got a day off. It's just the way it is. I, mean, I don't know which schools might be doing online uh, learning, which ones won't. Uh, that's up to them. Uh, you'll know whether that's the case. You'll be sent text messages or something to let you know. But as far as in-person learning, 
I'm saying it's negatory. That's not happening today. As far as power goes, here in central Arkansas thus far, we've been doing pretty good. The further um, south central and south that you're going, that's where the freezing rain is falling. That's where a majority of the power outages are at right now. There's about 23,000 of them here in uh, the natural state at this time. We'll talk with Tanya from First Electric uh, coming up before the top of the hour, and uh, she'll have some new figures for us as far as that goes. I tried to set some things up with uh, Entergy yesterday. Couldn't get anybody. Just uh, just know that they're out there working as hard as uh, as they can. But as the outages increase, I'll try to keep you up to date on what's going on. So let's go over the main things that, that everybody's telling us. Stay off the roads. Stay home. You know, don't get out on the roads if you don't have to. Let the road crews do what they need to do. Let RDOT get out and do their work. Be patient with those folks. It will take some time to uh, keep the roads, uh, get them open and keep them open. Uh, we're supposed to have this stuff for a good portion of today uh, as far as uh, the sleet, the snow, the freezing rain. So keep that in mind. Tomorrow we're supposed to get over freezing. Uh, we'll start um, at that point, you know, uh, getting unfrozen and able to do what we want to do, and do, the roads will become more passable. However, if you're like me and you got to come in early in the morning, or like Height, who's got to come in uh, early, early in the morning, uh, the roads are going to still be kind of frozen up. I don't know if we'll do the show uh, the way we're doing it today, where I'm at my house and uh, and doing the show, or whether I'll try to make it into the studio. It will depend on when this weather lets up and how well the roads are looking uh, in the morning. Because um, I'm telling you what, I don't like to take trips on the road where my car is going whatever way it wants to go, and I have no control over it. I just don't enjoy that at all, and I'm sure uh, you don't enjoy it either. Uh, let me remind you again, a little safety announcement for you. If a power line breaks near you uh, and you can see it and you know it's down or they're sagging and they're touching the ground, stay away from them. Some of them still may be hot, and if they're hot, they can kill you. So please do not go and mess with those lines in any way, shape, or form. And I know I'm, I've got people listening and say, well, Dave, that, that's just common sense. Let me just tell you, common sense isn't very common sometimes. And somebody might think that they're going to help out a little bit by moving a, you know, a power line. Maybe it's across the street. And they go, well, if we get that out of the way, people can drive through Leave it alone. Report it to your power uh, provider. Let them know where it's at, what's going on, and let them take care of it. They're the professionals. They understand how to, you know, handle that kind of power and electricity. So you want to be very, very careful with it. 
Absolutely, Dave. Well, I want to give a quick uh, update on the weather. Uh, Right now, um, the National Weather Service is reporting that we are hovering around 31 degrees, kind of, you know, not quite, not quite freezing, but, you know, just a little bit under that 32 degree mark. Um, Right now, we are under a winter storm warning, which will last until midnight tonight. So Friday morning. Um, Today's high, according to the National Weather Service, will be around 30 degrees, um, but it looks like things are going to freeze over because tonight it should clear out around 4 p.m. or so, but it's going to be super cloudy and our low tonight is going to be about 21 degrees. And right now they're giving us a 100% chance of snow and sleet, mainly before 2 p.m. Um, the wind chill, the wind chills, however, are going to be as low as 15, so it's going to be super chilly, super cold, so if you're going to get out there you know, be sure to bundle up. And if you need to stay home, um, everything that Dave has been talking about. But yeah, our high will be about 30 today. Um, the snow and the sleet should clear out uh, by the mid afternoon. Um, however, just be sure to take it easy on the roads because it looks like it might freeze over with tonight's low of 21 degrees. So that's a quick weather yeah. update. Yeah, it's going to freeze back up. That's what's going to happen. And it's going to, as we like to say, it's going to freeze up and be as tight as a drum out there. But I mean, tomorrow, uh, the clouds are going to decrease and tomorrow's high will be about 35. So hopefully, as we get up to the higher temperatures, you know, as we head into the weekend, it'll start to slush and it won't be as, um, you know, treacherous on those roads as it was today. Yeah, I got you. They're calling for some sunshine tomorrow as well, which, you know, solar heating helps. There's no doubt about that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Bottom line, let me let me remind you about one other thing. If you do have to be out, there's always a chance that something could happen. You could end up in a ditch or whatever. It be, maybe it's it's going to be difficult for a tow truck to get out uh, from East End Towing or uh, maybe, uh, you know, ambulance service or whatever. You need to put Put your emergency box in your car, a blanket, a pillow perhaps, uh, some some water, have yourself some uh, food in there. I always like to carry some peanut butter with me. That's high, you know, protein and uh, can keep the energy levels up. You just just be careful out there. Take those, take, don't take chances. You might say, well, Dave, probably nothing to happen. Well, probably is a big word that means something can happen. So don't be catching yourself in a situation you don't want to be in. All right, we got to get a break in. Let's do that. And then hopefully we'll come back and talk to First Electric, find out how things are going for them. I'm sure it's not a good day for them, but we'll talk to them in a moment here on Dave Ellswick Show on 101.1 FM, The Answer. All right, let's get back to it. Let's go and talk to the folks at First Electric uh, uh, Cooperative. They're the people that give me my power, and right now all my lights are on here in Cabot, so that's a good thing. And Tanya joins us, and we're going to keep it just for a couple of moments. Tanya, right now, uh, how how well are you guys standing up against this uh, winter storm? 
Good morning, Dave. Um, so far, so good. I mean, as you know, the weather event has not turned out so far to be what was expected. Um, freezing rain is definitely our enemy in this business, and there's very little of that right now. So as we speak, we have a little less than 300 members without power um, scattered wow. throughout our service area, and so far none of those are weather-related. Oh, fantastic. That's really fantastic. For my listeners, explain to them how difficult it is in a storm like this uh, for, you know, your your line workers to get out and, and try to restore power. Well, it's very difficult for them. Um, you know, the first step is really going out to assess the damage. And as you well know, um, the terrain that we're up against at times is not ideal. So just going out to assess the damage is a huge part of it, you know. And then secondly is actually getting the, the manpower and the equipment and everything, materials out there to do the work. So, um, a lot, you know, a lot of it's been on the front end of it, just prepping and getting ready to do it. And then, obviously, the, the linemen having to work in the elements like they are, which complicates it and makes it even more dangerous. And so I, I say to the people who look and they say, why are they cutting my trees like that? Be glad they did that during the uh, summer and spring and fall because now – you don't have to worry about uh, tree branches falling on power lines and taking away your power, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, Right-of-way maintenance and vegetation maintenance um, does not make our members happy at times, and I understand it because I'm a member as well. However, it's times like these that we really appreciate it. All right, let's finish up by safety tips here, uh, Tanya. I've been mentioning during this hour if you see sagging power lines or you see down power lines, under no circumstances should you go out and try to move them. Oh, absolutely, Dave, absolutely. Um, you know, call First Electric if it's our lines, um, but definitely, definitely stay clear of them, please. All right. We appreciate you giving us a few moments. I won't hold you any much because I know that you're you're dealing with all kinds of small fires right now and stamping out as fast as you can. Uh, we will talk to you maybe again tomorrow and see how we all came through this storm together. So, but thanks, Tanya, for everything you got for us for First Electric. And tell those line crews that Dave Ellswick said, great job, guys and gals. Absolutely will. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right, Tanya from First Electric. And again, don't mess with a downed power line. I, I can't stress that enough. We typically during a storm like this, we'll have a few people, they're trying to do good. I mean, I understand you're trying to do good, but the problem is, and maybe one of them is like laying in your backyard. You're not going to do any good if you go out and grab it. You're not doing anybody any good. They'll probably be burying you a couple of days later. So leave them alone. And great, the, the storm is not as bad as they expected. That was some welcome news. And uh, I think she said 300 people, and none of them are storm-related on power losses. That's fantastic. I'm really impressed with that. So that that's good. I'm wondering if, if uh, I'm sure, as she said, and I mentioned before, that freezing rain is the power company's worst nightmare. And uh, here in central Arkansas, and and in the northern part of Arkansas, it's been snow and sleet. So that may, has, may have kept some of this uh, down a little bit as far as 
weather-related uh, problems that are, are going out, uh, going on out there. So let's repeat what we've been telling you because that's what we do a lot during uh, these kinds of broadcasts where we've got inclement weather in the area. We tell you, and then we tell you again, and we'll tell you one more time just so if you just tuned in, you catch up with what's going on, or uh, if it's important stuff like safety advice, you hear it a couple of times, and uh, it, log- it, it lodges in your, in your gray matter, and you don't do something that can get you hurt. Uh, according to Dave Parker, uh, the uh, RDOT people seem to be uh, keeping their own on what's going on on the highways. They want you to stay off the highways. That way you're not getting in front of the plows uh, who are out cleaning the highways off, and they're throwing out the, the rock salt. Uh, to keep the areas that are freezing up from freezing up. Uh, let them do their job. You, if you don't have to be out, don't get out. It's that, that simple. Uh, you heard Heidi talk a, a few moments ago. She was talking about the weather, and it looks like we're in uh, for more freezing uh, rain down south uh, for sleet and snow up here in our area uh, all through the day, probably until early afternoon. So, uh, you know, traffic conditions are not going to uh, get much better than they are right now, to be honest, because it's going to stay under freezing. And it's going to be tough to get the roads unfrozen. Maybe tough until sometime tomorrow. So you may be sitting at home uh, this time tomorrow, listen to the show as well. And, of course, I'll be uh, on the air uh, as well, and we'll have uh, Robert Steinbach and Chris Corbett on and the folks on that we try to get on on a Friday, talk to Matt Smith, and because, hey, by Saturday, you should be able to be getting around without much of a problem and uh, go to the movies or whatever. I want to go to the movies this weekend and, and see some new movies that are coming out. Looking forward to it. So, um, you know, I'll bring that to you uh, tomorrow. Um, as far as what First Electric said, again, uh, down power lines, stay away from them. Uh, we only have about 300 First Electric customers without power right now, and all of those are uh, not not storm related, and that's good. Freezing rain is their is their uh, biggest nightmare, and we haven't had much of that here uh, in the central Arkansas area. But uh, the further you go down south, the more freezing rain you're going to see. In fact. Uh, looking at the National Weather Service maps, uh, what they look like they're saying is that in the southern part of the state where freezing rain falls, a quarter to a half an inch, that will cause some problems down there as far as power outages are concerned. But it's going to be going all this way all day today. So uh, make yourself some hot chocolate or some coffee. Uh, make some Irish coffee maybe. Maybe that's what you want. Or better yet, if you can, just uh, snuggle down in the covers and uh, take a nap. That would be a good thing to do on a day uh, a day like this. What do you normally drink on a cold day like this, Dave? Uh, I'm, I'm Right now, of course, it's early in the morning, so I'm drinking hot coffee. But I'll, I mm-hmm. will transition to hot chocolate here in the near future. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I buy the instant hot chocolate mm-hmm. uh, in the big, big boxes at Sam's. And I get the one that comes with the little tiny marshmallows. Oh, those are the best. I like those. Yeah, I love it. I love it. They, they like almost taste like Lucky Charms in a way. 
those little marshmallows. <laughs> yes, they do. They're dehydrated marshmallows. That's what they are. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 I love it. Well, I think we've done it, and you've done a great job. Uh, Heidi stayed overnight at the station, just for everybody to know. She's, uh, she's what I call the stormtroopers. Uh, they, 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 you don't keep radio stations on unless people are there. Right. And she stayed there uh, here at 101.1, and I appreciate all your hard work over the night, uh, Heidi. We want to thank Dave Parker from RDOT and, of course, uh, the folks from First Electric for joining us during this hour and keeping us up to date. Remember, schools are closed. Kids don't need to go to school. Just uh, enjoy a family day off. That's what I suggest. All right, we're going to take a break. We got news coming up at the top of the hour. When we come back, I'll be with you. I'm going to reiterate some of the things that you've just heard. Uh, I've got uh, Lance from the Travs at uh, 7:35. We're going to talk baseball. That's right. We're only six weeks away from baseball season for the Travs, so I'm going to bring you up to date on that here on the Dave Ellswood Show. Back in a moment. Six and a half minutes past seven. Normally during this hour, uh, Joe and, and Duck would join us and we would be talking about cars, but uh, the weather makes that uh, illogical. So in my best Spockian uh, thought process, uh, we decided that uh, we would just um, meet again in the studio next week and uh, be ready to talk to you about uh, what's going on with your cars. Of course, that is brought to you by the good people over at Bumper to Bumper. We thank them for making it possible when Joe and Duck are on. And uh, Bumper to Bumper uh, has nothing but the best uh, parts that you need for your car. And whether you put them in or you use a uh, Bumper to Bumper certified service center, know that you get a two-year warning, 20, uh, uh, warranty or uh, 24,000 miles, if anything goes wrong with that part during that time, uh, they will replace it, and it will be absolutely free. If you happen to use the bumper-to-bumper credit card, uh, it is a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty uh, for their parts. So bumper-to-bumper has been uh, a loyal advertiser here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We thank them for that. 
and I highly recommend that you use them if you need parts for your car or you need any work on your car that you use a bumper-to-bumper -bumper certified service center. All right, so let's get back and talk about where we're at. Hasn't changed too much since the last time I talked to you before we went to the news, but here's what's going on. If you're thinking for some reason, and I think it's the wrong thought process, but if you get out on the road, if you're going to the east, uh, you're really going to run into the teeth of this storm. Uh, you get to Forest City, you get to uh, outside of Memphis, and right now it is really, really miserable there. Lots and lots of sleet and freezing rain in that area. So my suggestion, don't go east. Uh, if you're going to the west, uh, by the time you get to Fort Smith, you're going to run into a lot of sleet and snow. And if you're going up to the northwest, lots of snow. Just keep that keep that in mind, what's going on. If you're going south here in the state, uh, that's where the freezing rain is at. On top of that, and the worst scenario for the power crews, uh, you get this freezing rain, and they're starting to get some big wind gusts uh, out towards Stuttgart and Pine Bluff of 23, 25 miles an hour. Uh, that's not good. That's, that's when power lines start snapping. So... Uh, um, I'll be expecting, as I hear about uh, people with less power uh, in that area because of uh, the weather conditions. Uh-huh. And we have we have another uh, weather update, if you wouldn't mind, Dave, from uh, the National yeah, Weather Service, because uh, things have changed since uh, I just last spoke on the air. So as of 6.53 a.m., the National Weather Service is reporting that we are at 32 degrees. And so if there is some precipitation coming down... It's just kind of the luck of the draw. You're not quite sure if it's going to be freezing rain, snow, or sleet. Right now, the Arkansas, right. uh, uh, the uh, the National Weather Service here in Little Rock is saying that it's mainly going to be snow and sleet, and that we're going to get a lot of it before 3 p.m. And you might hear some thunder up in the sky. You know, some rumbling. Um, today's um, now they're saying that today's high is near 30. Of course, right now is 32, but they're predicting that overall the high is going to be near 30. But our wind chills are going to be as low as 17. Uh, total daytime snow and sleet accumulation, they are predicting for about one to two inches possible. Um, and then they're also saying that tonight our low is going to be about 21. So that means that there's going to be a lot of freezing. So if you're out on the roads, maybe later on tomorrow morning and you're saying, oh, maybe I could go out on the roads. Well, just kind of gauge and see how much has frozen. Check. um of course, uh, I drive Arkansas. That is a great tool for checking winter weather, especially on the roads. Uh, tonight's low will be about 21. We have a chance of snow and sleet, like a 30% chance in the evening before 7 p.m. But again, it's going to be freezing to 21 degrees. But hopefully tomorrow morning there will be some decreasing clouds. That's what the National Weather Service is reporting, and they said the high is going to be about 35. So hopefully we'll get some uh, de-thawing on the roads uh, to, yeah. tomorrow, uh, but tomorrow's uh, low is going to be about 15 degrees. So over the next couple of days, just, you know, 
if you're if you need to get out on the road, if there is some type of emergency, please take your time. Be considerate of other drivers. Turn those lights on and uh, everything else that Dave and I have been telling you. So, yes, today's high around 30. The snow and sleet will be around until about seven o'clock. Tonight's low of 21. Yeah, it's a, it's going to be a nasty day. Just stay home. It's missing. Hopefully, you went to Wally World or wherever you did your grocery shopping, Kroger or whatever, and, and got the necessary milk and and bread for your milk sandwiches. And all I was about that. to say so, French toast. It's <laughs> like that's what yeah, you make milk and bread with. That's right. So uh, hopefully, just stay home. Uh, by the way, the uh, I got a call from the folks at the Air Force Base. They are closed. Don't go to work at the Air Force Base. They are not open today. So. Uh, know that, and all the schools are closed. Um, kids don't have to go that. Now, I don't know anything about, uh, you know, computer learning and all of that. If they're doing any of that, I'm going to assume not uh, because it's hard for the teachers to get in and, and do what they need to do. So keep that in mind as well. But, again, uh, we're in, as far as the state is concerned, uh, a minor area is what they call it, a minor area where we're not getting slammed. But if you go south and you're heading down to Mon- towards Monticello and those areas, they're getting hit hard with freezing rain right now. They're getting ha- hit hard with freezing rain if you head out towards Forest City or you're going towards Memphis. Know that as well. On top of that, the Pine Bluff area, Tutgard area, all of those areas are starting to see some wind gusts and with freezing rain on the uh, power lines and wind gusts of up to 25 miles per hour, we're going to see some power lines snap. We're going to have some weather-related power outages. So keep that in mind. Uh, remember what First Electric said, don't go by those down power lines. Leave them alone. Uh, do not bother them. Call them. Intergy will tell you the same thing. Call them and report you've got sagging. Uh, power lines or you've got down power lines, but don't try to be a good Samaritan. Uh, And I know a lot of you want to be that. Get away from uh, those uh, those power lines. Leave them alone. As far as cleanup goes, because this is tough on trees. I mean, we all know that. Uh, You may have trees in the front of your of your houses or in the back and you start losing some limbs and things of that nature, leave it until tomorrow, all right? Get the power, the chainsaw and the power saws and go out later tomorrow. Uh, and then, again, at that point, when things fall down, uh, make sure they're not touching a, a live power line uh, because you can get a really rude surprise if uh, you go out and touch one of those tree limbs and somewhere along the line it's a, it's touching a, a live power line, so be careful. If you find that you have to drive for some reason, you got to get out on the road, remember to take your emergency box with you, a blanket, some water, some food. Have it in your car just in case the unforeseen happens and you end up in a ditch and uh, you need some help. If you need help, uh, remember that, that 888-8849 number I've been telling you about for months, that's East End Towing. Now, no, it's going to take some time for them to get to you, if they can even get to you. Uh, So they will do their best and take care of you, because whatever the situation is, East End Towing is out there uh, serving you. Keep that in mind as uh, well. After this storm is 
past, but I'm, I'm really going to work it out uh, here for everybody, uh, Heidi. Uh, you'll want to get your roof looked at because this kind of, uh, of, of weather can cause damage to your roof. Luckily, I got mine done uh, beginning of uh, or the end of last week, so I know I got to get a new roof on this house, so uh, I got that all taken care of. Uh, you know, call my, my friends over at PI Roofing, uh, you know, Monday or Tuesday, see if you can't get somebody out to talk to you uh, about your roof and how structurally sound that it is and talk to them, 707-3551. Sorry to sound like an infomercial, but I've got people that will take care of all of these things that we're talking about right now. Uh, uh, RDOT wants you to stay off the roads. That way they can... Uh, keep the roads, get them cleaned up and, and ready to be hopefully as passable as possible uh, by tomorrow. And uh, I'm assuming that uh, flights are being canceled out at Little Rock Airport. Uh, probably most flights are being canceled, but uh, I'll try to reach them and see if I can give you some updates on, on them as well. So a lot of things are going on. There's a lot of moving parts happening this morning. And uh, we're going to try to keep you up on that. Heidi's done a great job keeping you up on the weather. And that's important. Just know that the wind is picking up towards the east. And as that happens, uh, power outages are probably more certain. And this storm, luckily, is moving quicker than what they expected. And that's a good thing. We can get it in here, get it out, and then recover from it uh, as, uh, as fast uh, as we can. I see... So I'm looking out my, my windows back in my house here, backyard. Looks like the wind's picking up a little bit here in the Cabot area uh, as well. Uh, in the area where we're getting basically sleet, they're saying one to two inches of sleet uh, today. Uh, if you're down in Saline County, uh, half of the county looks like it's getting basically sleet. The other half looks like it's getting freezing rain. As I told you, the further south you go, you're going to run into the bands of freezing rain. The further further east you go, you're going to go into uh, uh, freezing rain. Freezing rain, the really demarcation line is to the south of Arkadelphia. After you get past Arkadelphia, it is almost 100% freezing rain, and uh, that that that's dangerous. Just know that the roads will be really, really, really treacherous. All right. Uh, do we need to get a break in here, Heidi? If we do, I'll, I'll, I'll take one now, and then we'll come back and get everybody down to Bill O'Reilly at the bottom of the hour. That works for me. Let's do it. All right. In a time like this, stimulating talk is what's going out on the roads, what's coming down from the sky, what we can expect in the future, and uh, try to keep you up on everything as much as we can. So uh, let's repeat some of the things that we've been telling you about one if you can stay off the road stay off the roads you don't be out driving around we talked to dave parker from rdot he said that the uh the crews are out uh back at uh, six o'clock they just had their shift change so fresh crews were out on the roads doing their job the plows are are dropped uh, they're on the streets they're pushing the slush off they're throwing rock salt down uh, and, uh, you know, the roads are somewhat passable, but treacherous. Uh, they would really appreciate, to be honest, Dave said, uh, if you would stay off the roads so that the plows don't have to deal with you 
out on the roads while they're out trying to do their job. And, and that makes sense. So let's let them do their jobs and keep things, uh, keep the roads as clean as they possibly can. Know that the temperature today is going to hover around that uh, freezing and, you know, two plus degrees, two minus degrees kind of stuff. And the wind chills are going to be around 17 degrees. It's going to be very, very inclement outside. Not going to be fun to be outside if you get stuck outside. So why don't you just stay inside and leave your car where it's at and and just be, uh, you know, kind of chill, as they, as they like to say and like I like to say. So Dave, uh, of course, Dave Parker from the Arkansas Department of Transportation, asking everybody to stay off the roads and let them do their jobs. And I'm sure uh, that's exactly what you'd hear from, you know, Pulaski County, Faulkner County, Lone Oak County, Saline County, as they're out doing their co- their county roads, they'd like you to stay off the road so they can, with their, uh, they've got limited resources to use, but let them use those resources to the best of their ability and uh, keep those intersections and those roads as open as best that they can for emergency personnel. Uh, for people that need ambulances or if there's a fire or if the police have been called that they have a, a clear shot to getting to where they're going. Uh, so that's what the roads are looking like. Uh, as far as power goes, we talked to Tanya from uh, First Electric. Uh, she told us that weather-related outages are uh, not too bad right now, uh, back at about uh, uh Close to 7 o'clock, they said they had 300 outages, but they were all uh, non-weather related, which is good news. Uh, She uh, repeated what we had heard earlier is that the storm is moving quicker, which is a good thing. Uh, Quicker it goes, the less stuff that it drops on the ground behind it, and that's that's a good thing for all of us. And uh, they remind you don't bother the uh, down power lines. You see sagging power lines report it to First Electric or Energy, let them know so that the professionals can take care of it. All right, and and I, I just want to put in one more thing. Thank you, uh, Energy. Thank you, First Electric, for coming around and, uh, you know, trimming those trees uh, around the power lines. That used to be a real problem here in the state when you would have – tree limbs go and, and they would down power lines and then we'd be without electricity. Not the case now. In fact, I, I hope that they get their bearing power lines as I speak uh, uh, and that they, you know, as they put new subdivisions in and things of that nature, that those power lines get buried. Um, I'm lucky enough that the subdivision I live in has buried power lines and uh, things uh, go well here as far as if trees fall over or things of that nature, it doesn't disrupt the power. So that's a good thing to keep in mind. Schools are closed. The air base is closed. I would probably uh, say that a lot of businesses are closed. Uh, and if they're not, they're on really thin skeleton crews. So um, just stay home. Hopefully you did your shopping yesterday. I was out uh, yesterday, made stop at Wally World, and a couple of ladies were in the the aisle talking to me and, and saying, you know, yeah, I didn't even know bad weather was coming. And I kind of want to scratch my head and said, where you been? <laughs> We've been talking about this since last week that it was coming. So anyway, uh, they were out 
you know, getting some beans and things. Bean soup's good on a, on a cold day. So anyway, that's that's what you got. What we got going on right now. So that's just a that's kind of a a wide you know swath of information for you. Uh, if you have to travel again, let me remind you: if you go to the east towards Memphis, bad idea. It is nasty out there in that area. Uh, the uh, the uh, freezing rain and the uh, snow are, are falling in that area. Uh, if you're in the Pine Bluff area, know that you got freezing rain and you're starting to get wind gusts. That means some of those power lines might come down. If you're heading down towards, uh, you know, uh, Monticello, uh, know that you're getting freezing rain down there and that transitions as you get into Louisiana into just rain. Uh, could be power outages in that area. And uh, kind of a line, if you draw it across as you get past Arkadelphia, as you're going down uh, 30, uh, you're going to run into freezing rain in that area. If you're in Saline County, half of the county looks like you get freezing rain. Half of it looks like sleet. If you're right here in the central part of the state, Little Rock, uh, Conway, Cabot, Searcy, uh, Ward, those areas, uh, we're looking at uh, a lot of uh, sleet in this area. In fact, I look out my my back window, and it looks like we got about two inches of sleet on the ground uh, at this time. So I'm, uh, I'm firmly ensconced in my dining room. I'm not going anywhere. Well, you know, I think we'll talk about something that is going to happen in warm weather coming up in the next few weeks. You know, Poxitani Phil said six more weeks of winter, and that's about how long we got to wait before the Travs take the field again. And you go, but Dave, there's a baseball strike, not minor league baseball. You'll be able to go out and see minor league baseball, uh, you know, uh, even if the major league baseball teams are on strike. Know that. So uh, we're going to talk to Lance. He'll join us here in a, in a few moments, and we're going to talk about Trav's baseball with you. Uh, we're not forgetting about what the weather conditions are. We'll, if anything happens that has changed, we're going to let you know. Uh, but I think that we've given you a pretty good uh, oversight of what you are facing through today, and the basic thing that you can do that will help you is just to stay home. Bill O'Reilly's going to be coming up here in just a moment. He'll have some things to talk about. And then uh, we'll get to Lance uh, in a moment here on the Dave Ellswick Show. So, uh, again, stay home, be comfortable, uh, take a nap, play with your kids, have a good day. And uh, that's that's my best, my best suggestions to you uh, while we uh, just wait out for this storm to pass. It will pass. Tomorrow might be still treacherous out. We'll keep you up on that as we go along as well. But right now, Bill O'Reilly on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, into the uh, final half hour of the uh, Dave Ellswick Show. For the, in fact, the last 25 minutes here on the Dave Ellswick Show. And we've been spending most of our time talking about uh, the weather, which, uh, duh, seems to be the story that everybody wants to know about. And uh, roads are... You know, slushy at best, and they're slippery, and they are treacherous at worst. So my suggestion, stay off of them if you can. Of course, RDOT is asking you to do that so you don't get in front of their uh, uh, their crews out there while they're trying to keep those roads clear. I was uh, watching one of the local news channels, and they were showing uh, 630 and 
you all that are out there on 630, I'm watching, and some of you are doing probably 6570, come on. Get with the program and understand, you know, not only do you put yourself at risk, but you put other people at risk when you're driving like that. Yeah, you drive like that when things are dry, but you don't drive like that when there's ice on the road. That's crazy. So anyway. We do have Lance on the line, Dave. Okay, Lance is here. I'm so glad to have Lance because I want to talk about something that's going to happen when the weather gets warmer. And, and of course, that is baseball. Uh, Baseball, Major League Baseball, of course, you all know, strike is underway. Yesterday, hey, Lance, yesterday, you know know what the big topic was they were talking about? (laughs) <laughs> I might. What is it? Yeah, they were talking about designated universal designated hitter yesterday. Well, it's been a topic floating around for a long time in the baseball world. So oh, I, and, think, you know, I they, think I can say it's going to happen. Well, and it's not the first change. You know, there's been there's been lots of changes to the pace of game and the regulations. You know now. And for the last several years at Dickey Stewart's ballpark, if you go into extra innings, we have a, a you start with the runner on second. And when people yeah, I hate that. <laughs> what's happening? What's going on? Why is the runner starting on second? And it's actually turned out to be really great. It it gives a little more chance for opposition for the team, and uh, and it makes it more interesting for the fans. You know, really, you just want to make it fun, right? So yeah, I I agree I agree, but you know I'm kind of a of a purist and I don't like putting people <laughs> at second base that don't deserve to be there. Anyway, let's not talk about that anymore. You're you're you've moved up and in, you're doing things with the foundation of the Travs. I don't think people understand how much the Travs do in the community. Uh, you're going to be directing a lot of that, so bring us up to date. That's right. Well. If, um, it, you know, you pick baseball because it's, you know, freezing and snowy outside. But, uh, but no, you're absolutely right. We, uh, we founded the Arkansas Travelers in November. Uh, and since November, we have had some great stuff happen with the team, with the Travelers Foundation. And, and basically, it, it's just that. It's a philanthropic kind of organization in a way for the Travs to get back. Wait, can you hear me? It sounds like you cut out. Yeah, you're, you're cutting out a little bit, but uh, it goes along with the weather, so just just proceed, sir. <laughs> well, the Cliff Notes version is this. For years, the Arkansas Travelers have been reaching out to the community and helping kids play baseball. We've always had free clinics, equipment donations. We've done field renovations. I mean, anything you can think of to get kids outside. Well, the creation of the foundation is the formalization of that. Now, my job as executive director is day in and out and get kids outdoors you know Dave the the big problem we have in our youth today is so much screen time they and other health organizations recommend that if you're under the age of 12 you don't get more than two to three hours a day of screen time you know what we're averaging with these kids seven to eight and that doesn't include homework and logging online so there's a huge problem and that's the goal of the Arkansas Travis Youth Foundation is to try and fix that. Well, you know, my grandson is going to turn five years old here in just a few days. When he turned three, I gave him a baseball mitt 
I gave him two wiffle ball bats, and I gave him 12 wiffle balls. And when he comes over to see uh, Pop, that's what he calls me, uh, we go outside and we give him an opportunity to swing that bat and work a little bit on that hand and eye coordination and and uh, and do his thing. So that's a that's a big thing uh, that we we try we try to do with him because as you know you know me well, Lance. I'm big baseball nut. I love baseball, <laughs> and uh, well, people are surprised when they start talking to me. I ran in. I was in for. I'm doing therapy on my left shoulder again because they're going to have to do a something called a reverse shoulder operation on me a little later on this year. But uh, that comes from my playing baseball through into college. But, uh, you know, I, I was talking to the therapist, and uh, his last name happens to be Seeger. Does that sound like a familiar name? <laughs> it's a very uh, familiar name, especially to the Hazard yeah. Foundation. Well, yeah. he was talking about his cousin, who, of course, now is down uh, with the Rangers. I think making $325 million over the next 10 years playing shortstop for the Rangers. And we were just talking about uh, baseball, and he's saying, yeah, my dad, he, he loves us. I said, okay, so tell me, what kind, who does your dad like? And he goes, well, he's a Cardinal fan. And I said, I hate him. <laughs> I'm a Cub fan, uh, so no, I'm, you know, and I was just kidding, of course. I and then I started talking about the great Cardinal players that I hold in really high esteem. Probably, you know, a lot of people that stand the man or you know like that. Right, Not me yeah. or Ozzy or somebody. I love Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson, really? yeah, was, right. he was one of the greatest pitchers that ever played the game. I don't know of any other pitcher that affected baseball the way Bob Gibson did. They lowered the mound by six mm-hmm. inches because of Bob Gibson. I mean, that in itself speaks volumes of how great of a pitcher he was. I, I got, I got tons of, of stories I can tell you, but I'll, I'll wait for another day <laughs> and, and when we're when we're having lunch or something and, and we're talking. But yeah, I yeah. love Bob Gibson. Well, that's why I love hanging out with you because you're a baseball repertoire of knowledge, you know, and that's that's one of the cool things about baseball as a sport. No matter when you were born and no matter when you got into the sport, you have your heroes. You know, you have your guys that, that you follow. I was an Astros fan. I am an Astros fan. I probably just i am going to start spark a controversy. Uh, I've always been an Astros fan, and the Killer Bees, if you remember Bagwell, Biggio, Berkman, like that's kind of what got me falling in love with baseball. And that story is different for every single kid. I'm just fortunate that here in Little Rock, the Travs get to do that. You know, I mean, we've had some amazing major league players come through here, not the least of which Mike Trout, and who's probably one of the best, if not the best, uh, baseball player of my generation, and. He was right here in Dickey Stevens Park. He was here in in Little Rock. And that kind of goes back to the whole point of the Arkansas Travelers Youth Foundation is, you know, the kids, baseball has changed. As you know, and you and I talked about this, like baseball is different than it was 10 years ago. Travel ball is so expensive and so cost prohibitive. And even, even playing teams, I mean, Look at how much a, a bat cost. You're looking at four, five hundred dollars for bats. I subscribe to uh, several of these these groups that are you know little leagues 
and, and youth sports leagues. And these moms will be reselling these bats at $300. And that's a steal, right? Like it's been, you you know, so the, the, the barriers are really high. The cost is really high. And so the Travis Foundation goal is to eliminate those barriers. And we have a bunch of projects in the work. I'm looking for practice working with uh, – with a couple different fields to try and get free practice facilities. Cause you know, if, if a team has to pay 30, 40, 50 bucks just to practice, well, that's another cost barrier and that cost gets passed right along to the parents. I'm also working yep. with a, a new group that I just met recently called beyond sports lab. They're holding the first, uh, well, they're the first black owned sports development center in the state. They're right in North Little Rock. Um, and they're having a free clinic February 26th. I'm trying to help them put on that free clinic and, and trying to help motivate that. So, and that's going to be an amazing thing, especially for, for those in that community, you know, February's history month and, and Arkansas has an amazing history of, you know, black players and the Negro. I mean, we, we have an amazing baseball history. Anyone who's not a baseball fan or is a baseball fan but's new to Arkansas, Google it. Check it out. I mean, go to Hot Springs. See the see the baseball trail. You can see where Babe Ruth played. You can come up here to the, to the ballpark. And, well, not today because it's treacherous. But, you know, come <laughs> to the ballpark and see the museum. Yeah, you picked yeah, a great I'm, day to talk about baseball, Dave. Great. Yeah, you got to got to talk about it today. Make you feel warm inside, at least. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I don't need to say you know very long, but people know who Tory Hunter is and what he did when mm-hmm. he played with the Twins. And uh, there is a, a great baseball history here in in Central Arkansas, and it, it's great to talk about it. Dickie Stevens Park plays a a very strong part in all of that. And uh, we need to get a break. And when we come back, uh, let's just sit here and talk a little bit. Plus, do me a favor and uh, send me the name and the phone number of that group that you were talking about. And I'll make sure they get on the air and and we talk to them a little bit here on the Dave Ellsworth Show. How's that sound? That's awesome, Dave. You're the man. We'll, We'll make that happen. Okay. We'll take a break. Lance is with us. He's with the uh, Trams Foundation. Uh, does this mean that, we won't hear you uh, on the uh, on the on the field this summer saying eat more chicken. <laughs> no, I'm still down there. I'll still be acting ridiculous, and and I'll still be fulfilling <laughs> duties for the Travs. Now I just get to uh, get to help people full time. So it's awesome. All right, all right, brother. You stay right there, and we'll we'll be back with you here in just a moment on the Dave Ellswick Show. Yeah, that stimulation going right up my right leg. Woo. All right, and <laughs> Lance is with us today from over at the Travelers. He's with the foundation now, and this has been a transition for you too, Lance. Is it the transition? I've talked to you enough, but I can I can make this statement. This is what you wanted to do. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, this is something that we, as an organization, the Travs, have always done. Uh, and it's a big part of what my job has been for the last, you know, seven, eight, nine years, um, you know, is, is philanthropic work out to the community. I mean, let's face it, our fans are the baseball fans of the future, right? So it is slightly yep. self-serving to make more baseball fans because it reached out to the community and done 
nonprofits. I mean, we work with 133 nonprofits every year and give thousands of dollars in donations. I mean, and it's not just baseball-related stuff. I know, uh, obviously, you're a vet. It's near and dear to your heart. We've donated thousands and thousands of dollars to causes. We've built flagpoles for the VA. We've helped out the Little Rock Air Force. I mean, we give thousands and thousands of dollars. But up until now, it's literally been the track. You know, just here's money. Now, with the foundation, I can go so much bigger. We can now fundraise. We can now get philanthropic in these organizations. Like I was telling you about this uh, Beyond Sports Lab group or, or you know, the looking for fields for, for kids to practice on. When folks donate to our Travelers Youth Foundation, that money goes directly back into the community. I mean, we're going to help put kids in camps this month. We're going to help find practice fields. We're going to help with equipment. I mean, there's all these projects we have, and I know, I mean, it just takes money. Now, with the organization being a 501c3 nonprofit, we actually have resources to do that and a lot more opportunity to do that. And honestly, it's exciting for me. You're right. I mean, you have to name the head this is what i love doing I mean, you see me on the field well, playing with kids i mean that's that's the best part of my job well you're a, you're a community-minded individual i'm a community-minded individual and when we get together we're always putting our heads together about things that we can do and 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 that's that's what life is all about as far as i'm concerned so yeah i i'll uh, i will have you on as often as you need to be on to promote what uh, the Trabs are are doing in, in, in this category. By the way, I was talking about Seager uh, playing shortstop, going from the Dodgers to uh, the Texas Rangers. Uh, Seager just retired, and he played up there with the Mariners, which is our yeah. our club that, that we're hooked up with well, uh, um, in minor right. league That's baseball. That's our, our major league affiliate. Yeah, and, well, the Seager family. So there's several. It's not just Kyle. He actually has brothers and other guys. That whole Seager family has played, and we've actually had, and I apologize, I don't remember his name. I think it was Jason or Justin. Justin um, on our team for for several years, all the Seeger guys, and they're all really good athletes. You know, like that family just made some really good athletes. They've they've all played baseball, yep. including their dad at some level. So, man, that that's what's awesome about this sport is you get your family involved, you get everyone in the community involved. What's really cool is when we get guys that are former Razorbacks, you know, or, or even if they're playing on opposing teams, um, or you know, the guy who's you know a good. It's amazing how many people are Seattle fans here in Little Rock. I mean, yes, we're Cardinals market, and you're either a Cardinals fan or a Rangers fan. There is a ton of Mariners fans. You see the jerseys at the games, and it's just its a great thing about the community and a great thing about baseball. Baseball is for everybody. Baseball is designed to, to you know, bring people in and create a community event. And just like you, you have a servant heart, Dave, and that's one of the reasons have a servant heart and and you're driven by by the lord and and that shows in your your work and what you do in the community and we're hoping with the foundation that we can reach out to the community and and get kids involved and get them playing and and really do something major i mean it's gonna be a lot of work Mm -hmm. but you know we don't back down from a challenge yeah it pays off in the end okay before i let you go i will hold you a couple more moments here Let's just talk uh, minor league baseball a little bit for a moment. People need to know that even though major league baseball is in this strike 
position that they're in right now. Minor league baseball is going to go on as it normally does, correct? Correct. For those of us who are old enough to remember 1994, so you're in that category. Oh <laughs> you remember what happened in 1994. I know, I know, it was horrible, and and it was it was a it was a setback in my opinion for the sport. We're trying to avoid that situation, but just like then, the minor leagues will still play baseball. So if the unforthinkable happens and Major League Baseball doesn't play for some crazy reason, then we will most likely still have minor league baseball, which actually will be great because we'll still have an opportunity for fans to get that baseball fix. You'll just have to come have a fried bologna sandwich while you do it. Well, that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing that you can have a fried bologna sandwich. That's good stuff. Okay, last question for you. I don't know if you know this off the top of your head. When's the Razorbacks coming to Dickey? Oh, you know what? I should know that off the top of my head. It is in... uh, on our website. Tickets do go on sale February 22nd, though. I did did remember that date. If you go to Cavs.com, you can find out information. Razorbacks. Now, right now, you can't buy Razorback tickets unless you're a season ticket holder. If you're a Trav season ticket holder, you get the first opportunity to buy your season. But they are not on sale to the general public yet. So, February 22nd. But I'll keep you posted. With that, with, with that in mind, uh, with the, the way the weather is, it's, it's made uh, you know cell phone conversations a little bit spotty, but we're going to have you back on, put you in the studio. You and I will have a whole hour that we can sit and talk Travs baseball. Maybe we, bring, maybe we can bring somebody over from the Travs to talk about it and maybe get the manager in as, as well. With all that said, you have a good day. Stay off the road. You hear me? Yes, sir. Have a great day, Dave. Thanks again. Okay. Talk to you later, Lance. We, we appreciate you, brother. All right, Lance from over at the, the uh, Travs Foundation. I thought it would be great to talk a little bit about baseball. When you look out and you see two inches of sleet sitting on the, on the ground and uh, the crack of the bat and the pop of the mitt and all the great things that go on in the baseball game is not that far down the road uh, here uh, in, uh, in Arkansas with the Travs. I go over... Oh, I won't say I go every weekend, but I go several weekends every month to watch baseball. And, uh, you know, uh, Division II baseball is not bad. It's pretty good. Uh, he was talking about one of the Seegers, and uh, the guy I was talking to at therapy who knows them and part of the family uh, told me that uh, he's called it quits and he's going on to do some other things and, uh, baseball-related, but uh, he he, uh, he hit the ceiling when he got the – uh, the division two, it just, it's the way it works. You get to look, you get to triple a, you get up to triple a, which is, you know, we got a triple a team in Memphis. Uh, there's a, uh, for the Cardinals, you got a triple a team in Oklahoma city. That's the Dodgers triple a team. You can sit at a triple a team for years because maybe you're a great third baseman, but then you got a great third baseman. That's already, you know, what is that Turner? Uh, for the uh, for the Dodgers that that's sitting there at third base and they don't need somebody right now and uh, they, if they look at you and they go well can you play the outfield and maybe they turn you into an outfielder so you can get up to the big game I mean it, it's tough to break through to become a a major league ball player but we'll talk about that in the future and in uh, on all the things that go on and how the sport is uh, evolving how it's changing how uh, you know, money is being 
talked about now in Major League Baseball. I, I heard the other day the Major League Baseball Players Association wanted a minimum salary, I believe, of over $700,000 uh, for Major League Baseball. The owner said, nah, too high. So they're, they're working that and working other things. But the big topic yesterday, uh, they met for 90 minutes, uh, was uh, um, the uh, basically what they call international uh, designated hitter. That means the uh, designated hitter being used in uh, the uh, National League and the American League. We're out of time. i got to get out of here tomorrow. Robert will be with me. Chris will be with me. Matt will be with me. And I'll be here as well. Be safe out there today. It's the Dave Ellswick Show on The Answer. <laughs>